Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 357 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about easing back onto the tennis courts. Many of us been away from the court for quite a while now, obviously because of what's been going on in the world and the restrictions that we have locally for being able to just get outside and be around other people. And that's definitely been the case for me. About two months ago, our trip to Indian Wells got cut short, and I went a solid six or seven week span really without being on a tennis court at all. And just recently, I went back onto the court just by myself with a basket of balls And to be totally honest, I was a little bit surprised at how enjoyable and how kind of practical and helpful that time was. And I'll tell you exactly what that routine was that I went through and how you can do it yourself. And I'm also in this episode going to give you some mindset tips and some physical tips on how to get your body ready for for going back out onto the courts. And so my goal here is just kind of to give you an A to Z approach on how to head back to the courts, possibly after a long break. And right now, as of May 2020, the context, you know, very much now is, is trying to get back onto the courts after the, uh, the, the pandemic has just absolutely destroyed all of our normal routines. But this absolutely could apply for any other period where you have a long break. Maybe you have an indoor season where you don't have access to indoor courts, you know, it's winter and you just can't play. Maybe you're coming back from an injury, et cetera, et cetera. So first of all, I think it's important to keep in mind whatever local restrictions you have. And this, again, speaking from a a May 2020 perspective, be safe, know your local restrictions, your local rules, don't get yourself in trouble, Don't, don't endanger yourself or anybody else. I just feel like to be a responsible content creator, I've got, I pretty much have to say that. So I, I, that maybe goes without saying, but just wanted to throw that in there. But aside from that, I think some big keys are, number one, the mindset going back to the courts. This is such a big one, and I probably really easily could spend a whole episode just on this. I'll try to move through it relatively quickly. Then we'll get to the body preparation and also actually the drills and, and how I spent an hour on the court just with a basket of balls by myself. So mentally... I think it's critical to approach coming back to the courts through the lens of this being a transition, period. Please don't fall for the trap of thinking this is going to be a light switch moment. And it's, it's really tempting to view it that way because we've been tra- trapped, we've been you know, cooped up, we've been isolated, and just dreaming about the day that we go back onto the courts and it's going to be sunny and warm and we get to feel the, the ball coming off the, the strings again and the satisfaction and the excitement of all those things, playing a match, seeing your friends, getting together again, out, outdoors, you know, all those different things. It's so tempting to get caught up in all of that and to have unrealistic expectations around what your experience is going to be the first time back. And this is super, super important because if you do not set healthy and realistic expectations, then you could be setting yourself up for a lot of frustration. And you could be setting yourself up for a big 
downward spiral, both, both mentally and also in terms of your confidence. So I think it's really important when you go back out for the first time, don't try to impress yourself. Don't try to be a hero and, and play absolutely fantastic your first time out. Don't try to impress your partners or your teammates or your peers, the people you normally go out and play with. Don't feel like you're under any kind of obligation or, or pressure to play the way you, quote, normally play. In fact, very much the opposite. I, you know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not a full-on, you know, pessimist. I'm not. I'm not saying tell yourself it's going to be terrible and everything is bad and and it's going to be awful and you're going to be so so frustrated with yourself about how you play. I'm not necessarily saying you need to be negative about it, but something in between would probably be healthy. You're probably going to hit some great shots. A couple of things are likely going to feel a little bit better than maybe what you expected. But other things are probably going to feel nowhere close to what you'd like them to feel. And that's totally normal. It's just part of the human experience of stepping away from something as, as deep and as nuanced as tennis and taking a long extended break and then going back to it again. So completely, as much as possible, put aside the desire to win, Put aside the desire to impress anybody or even just to feel great in general in terms of hitting high-quality shots. Don't also be careful not to push yourself physically. Don't shoot for full intensity or try to play at your, your full level, your full capacity. Treat your first time back as the first step in a journey making your way back to where you were. It's not realistic to think that in an hour or two, you're going to pick things up right where you left off and feel exactly the same way you did back in January or February or however long it's been in your particular situation since you played last. And this is important for several reasons. First, to protect yourself physically. If you don't take this approach, it's very possible you could go out and injure yourself badly your very first time out. How? I mean, that... That's worst case scenario. Like, forget about feeling off or your, your timing being poor or shanking a bunch of balls or whatever. I mean, just consider, not, not to, again, not to be like a, a downer or anything, but just to make sure that you understand the weight of this and the gravity and the importance of this. If you were to go out your very first time out and, and pull something badly or hurt yourself badly, and now all of a sudden you've got a whatever, a month, two months, six months, you know, recovery while the rest of your friends are going out there and enjoying going back to the game, that would be absolute worst case scenario. So take the ramping up mindset seriously. Take the transitionary mindset seriously on a physical note. Protect yourself mentally as well and protect your confidence because if you have these pictures in your head of feeling great, hitting great shots, and walking off the court super satisfied and, and happy with yourself. But the reality ends up being really different. I mean, if your timing's totally off, your judgment's off, the quality of your play is really low, then that could totally kill your confidence if you head in with unrealistic expectations. So that's the mindset key. Uh, the, it's the mindset piece. That's the first part I wanted to talk about, I think it's really important that you set realistic expectations for yourself. And for me, when I went out onto the court with the basket of balls, I think, I frankly, I feel like that was a big benefit. Like that was 
an asset to me. I, I didn't have any, anybody on the other side of the, of the net that had any expectations of me at all. So I was free to just move smoothly and slowly and with no particular outcome that I had to achieve, that there was no pressure, there was no expectation. And so if you can set up a time for yourself to start there, I would highly recommend it because it can help take the pressure off and instead just focus on enjoying hitting the ball and just being on the courts. Like, wouldn't that be great? Just to, just to do those two things without all the other pressures, without all the other expectations of yourself, of your peers, of your opponents, your teammates, who, whoever it happens to be. So that's mindset. Uh, the second thing is body prep. When I went out by myself with the, the basket of balls, I spent a solid 15 minutes doing a full body warm up. And hopefully you've been doing things on the side anyway. Hopefully you've been doing some stretching, maybe some yoga, maybe some home workouts, maybe some shadow swings, something that has kept your body moving and a little bit engaged. doesn't have to be anything super hardcore or fancy. Hopefully you've been doing something at home. If you're listening to my voice right now and you can't play tennis yet and you haven't done anything at home to keep your body moving, please start it now. Because if you go, you know, two months, three months, and then completely cold turkey, go back to the tennis court and try to run after a tennis ball and hit it back to the other side, your chances of injury are astronomically high. And maybe it's not something super catastrophic and, and dramatic, but just setting a, a physical tone of being tight and tense and not used to that kind of strain and, and activity level jumping right back into it could set uh, the first domino in motion of a string of different physical responses that you really, really don't want. So A, this is kind of a sub thing, A, if you're not already moving and you're not on the court, start moving now. Just anything, five minutes a day, just five minutes a day, some kind of stretching, some kind of activity. Ideally, that mimics tennis movement. And then when you go back to the court, show up a solid half an hour early before your appointed time. And you can go to YouTube and type in essential tennis warm-up. And there's several videos there, several different routines that are all closely related. You can just go ahead and pick whichever one you want and we'll give you a plan to follow step-by-step step, to warm up your entire body. Follow that routine, follow that plan. That, that can be, honestly, if you just do that for you know, a week, leading up to your first time stepping out onto the courts, you'll be in so much better preparation. You'll be in such a better position than most of your peers who probably haven't been doing a whole lot at home and probably will not approach their first time with any kind of seriousness in terms of like really taking care of themselves and treating themselves like an athlete. And so it's the, the potential downside there is just too big to ignore this. You have to take it seriously. So that's the body preparation part. Finally, let's talk about hitting balls. I had never done this before. I, I set aside an hour of my time here at the Essential Tennis Court, and I had a basket of balls. I was by myself, and I actually set up our ball machine with the intention of doing a little bit of drop hit for a little while and then transitioning the ball machine so it's you know more real life, in air quotes, and I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed just dropping and hitting the ball. And I f quickly filled an hour of time just dropping to myself and hitting. 
And I was honestly, I was honestly really surprised by that. And so I'll tell you exactly what I did. And with whatever, a dozen balls, 15, 20 balls, if you can buy a case of balls, that would be a really worthwhile investment. I think a case of balls online is about $70 or so, give or take $10 maybe. And, and then you'll have uh, your own you know, basket that you can go out and do your own self-training, your own, your own self-practice, which is super, super valuable. So what I did, I had a case of balls and a basket. And after my warm-up, after my full-body warm-up, I spent 15 or 20 minutes just self-feeding ground strokes. And all that means is I tossed the ball out in front of myself, first to my left side, then to my right side. I hit forehands, I hit backhands. I hit forehands cross-court, I hit forehands down the line. I hit backhands cross court and I hit backhands down the line. And so I spent probably two or three minutes on, on each of those and really low intensity. The, the fastest my swing speed got was probably 50%. I didn't have any specific targets, just very general. My goal was just simply to stay smooth, find comfortable rhythm, find comfortable spacing, and just find a nice, easy, repeatable tempo over and over again. My only goal here was just comfort. And for me, I found it really challenging to keep technical reminders and pointers and like, oh, I I wanted to really work on this. It was hard for me to keep all those things out out of my mind. But I worked really hard to do that. And instead, just focus on a very broad general target and just staying slow and smooth and relaxed. And each time I tossed the ball, I'd say I gave myself about two or maybe three steps worth of movement that it took to get in perfect position, and then I'd move back to the middle. And then two or three steps, hit, and then back to the middle. Plenty of time in between. Low intensity. I mean, my heart rate stayed low. I mean, it was, it was elevated. It's not like it stayed at a resting heart rate, but it was low intensity, not trying to do anything fancy, not trying to win any awards, not trying to hit the best shots I can hit, or even close to that. It was probably about 50% all around. Then I moved up to the service line, and I did similar routine tossing volleys to myself. Honestly, I'd never done this before, and it's tricky. It's not easy to do. Again, I led myself about two or three steps on each shot, and I spent about five minutes on forehands, about five minutes on backhands. And again, I, I spent half of that time hitting down the line and the other half of the time cross courts. So I hit forehands and backhands, cross court and down the line. And again, general target, low intensity, took my time, wasn't trying to do anything fancy or competitive or or super high quality or super high level or anything like that. I really just focused on the feeling of the ball on the strings, just trying to find a comfortable, smooth rhythm and just hitting clean quality shots without anything fancy. And then before going back and hitting serves, I I tossed some overheads to myself. I stayed on the service line and I hit probably five minutes, probably two and a half minutes of cross court overheads, two and a half minutes of down the line overheads, or AKA just to each side of the court, half on the do side, half on the ad side. And then I went back and I hit some serves on the do side and the ad side. I didn't have any particular target, just the, the box. Uh, again, nothing fancy. And I stuck with second serves, just a, a solid spin serve, and I did not go above 50%. And I'm glad I did that because about halfway through my serves, I, I got a little bit of a twinge in my, in my back. Again, this is six weeks. I, I hadn't hit a tennis ball. And so by keeping it low intensity, by 
keeping my focus and my intention on smoothness and on rhythm, I felt like I was really able to make this productive between my ground strokes, my volleys, my overheads, my serve. And in an hour, including my warm-up, I felt like I walked away with time really well spent. And if I were to go out and hit with Kevin or Megan or a student or anybody else, I know I'd be much better equipped and much more prepared for that hitting session than if I would just walk out there cold for the first time with somebody else and have all that pressure of having to kind of perform for that other person, no matter what the situation might be. So I hope, I hope this is helpful to you. And I hope it gives you a little bit of a push and a little bit of motivation and inspiration to, to go out and, and take matters into your own hands and self-guide, give yourself some good quality repetition and give yourself plenty of breathing room, you know? Give yourself plenty of leeway. Keep your expectations low and just give yourself time to ease back into it. If you do all those things, then... I know it'll just be a matter of time until you start feeling comfortable and confident again. Uh, The worst thing you can do is just jump right into the deep end, have high expectations, go high intensity, put yourself at all that risk of injury, and put put yourself under all that pressure to have to hit great shots right away. That's the last thing you want to do. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful, do me a favor and share this with a teammate or a friend or a coach or a peer or a student, whoever it is that, that you know loves tennis and would like to make their transition back to playing tennis as successful as possible. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care and good luck with your tennis.